Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Great British Design Podcast. Hello, and welcome back. To episode five of the Great British Design Podcast. Sorry for the laughs. We've, this is take number two. Uh, I'm Andy, and We're I'm here with. I'm here with Nick and Harry. Hello. Hi. Uh, I guess we'll get straight into <laughs> what we always start with. Was uh, what have we been doing this week, project-wise, design-wise? Does anyone want to start? Anyone done anything exciting? Nick wants to start. I think. Oh, do I want to start? Do I? So yeah. um, I've heard he well, does. Not been extremely exciting this week, but today I did print my first Flexi Rex. That's pretty cool. Just for reference, I'm, point, I'm showing on the camera a Flexi Rex, which you can find all over the internet, and it's basically to test clearances when you're with your 3D printer, and it's turned out okay. So it's um, it's pretty uh, cool. Pretty yeah, cool. I was pretty happy with that. Oh, yeah, I, I found another good. thing to print. It was like a Pikachu model, and it was. I I, t- I looked, and it was like ten and a half hour print. I was like, I'm not ready to commit that hard just yet. <laughs> so I think let's find something that's maybe three hours or less. And I found the the Flexi Rex. Wait, is that the longest cool. print you've ever done? Three hours. Uh, my longest print is four and a half hours. I think. <laughs> I'm a bit too scared to dedicate like a really long. Or maybe I'll do it tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the standard, yeah. maybe. I'll do the Pikachu tomorrow. And, uh-huh. uh, can you yeah, can you make it, it smaller? Fine. Yes, you can. I I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Drop but it down. I, I don't know if I, if it's worth just committing to a really long print just to see what happens. Nah, just up the speed like ten times. In no time. <laughs> That's how it works. But um, yeah. I mean, apart from that, I started working on another three D printed project which is designing a desk organizer and I set myself cool. like a clear brief and clear constraints and that's going okay because my desk is so messy and I've got such a small desk space I've got like pens I've got my phone I've got post-it notes and I thought why not print something to organize my desk a bit so I've been sketching up some ideas for that and hopefully going to get something printed by the end of the week that's the plan but um, sounds good is that yeah, is that one yeah. for the website? A blog post? Um, I think I, I could do. I'm, I think I'm going to add like a, a like a, a mini project section on the website, just like for my weekly. I'm going to try and do like a project a week, and that doesn't necessarily have to be design related. It can just be like practice this in Photoshop, for example. Like I think the thing they're advertising loads is like animals of horns glowing and stuff like that, which is quite interesting. So I was like, we could practice that as well. That could be like a project. I don't know, but well, it could um, be. Yeah, it could be. So my, I was thinking of adding like a small weekly section on the website just to yeah, why not? Small little projects, I guess. So yeah, I want to do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. And um, I've been reading a bit still. Still reading Lord of the Rings as well. Super interesting. Fellowship of the Ring. And the amount of lore there is about hobbits is uh, pretty interesting. 
<laughs> well, if you're interested quite in overwhelming at the same time as well, but it's a good book so far. I felt like I should have just got the audio book, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> That's what I think every time I buy a book. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm borrowing it from my housemate, so I guess there's that. Oh, that's that's fine. So I get like but... 20 pages in, and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I always fall asleep when I'm reading books. I, I read like five yeah. pages, and then I'm shattered. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I I'm um, struggling to keep my eyes open. <laughs> I I read this thing of like, I I'm a really inefficient reader, and I'm a really slow reader, and it was like a TEDx talk, so. Put it as you will, you know, TEDx's. <laughs> I could do a TEDx talk. But um, it was about how to increase your <laughs> speed at reading. We didn't want to piss anyone off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very reputable people that do TEDx talks. So, um, yeah. And it was like how to speed up reading. And I think most people when they're reading, they do actually say the word in their head. That's how and I then read. if you can't pronounce it, you even try and pronounce it in your head when you're reading it, and that's what slows you down. And the the trick was to like put your tongue against the roof of your mouth, and then also have like a card so you, you can't see the line below, and that way you're you're forced to not pronounce the word, and you can read really fast. And it works. I, I'm trying yeah, it out. If and you, honestly, I'm speeding through the pages. Too. Yeah, but if you put the tongue at the roof of your mouth, you can still. Pronounce it in your head. Yeah, but yeah you don't, it isn't, you, it's you, harder to. You, when you're you pronouncing really speak it normally, like, right? in your head, you, you, you don't speak it, you know, you're not no, reading you, like, it out loud. You do move your tongue a little bit, though. Like, I don't. Even if you say it in your head, you <clears> do kind of like, you say it in. It's not just all in your head. You do actually try and speak it, even though you don't say it. Okay, I'll At least give that's that a go. how I do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's an interesting <laughs> technique, but it, it seems to. Sped up my reading a bit. If it works, maybe it's it just works. the card trick that's helped more. I'm not sure of like See, blocking out the line below. But you didn't, uh, you didn't attack this in a very scientific way, did you? You, you didn't do one at a time. One yeah. change, two variables. Yeah, mate, it was a a TEDx talk. Activate a oh, Nick's yeah. trap <laughs> card. <laughs> the card. Oh dear. How about you, Harry? Have you been up to much? Um. I've been somewhat busy, yeah. I, I spent... Well, I didn't do any real work at work last week. We moved premises and my company didn't hire any moving men, so we moved 20-odd years' worth of stuff from one side in Reading to the other, which was not what I wanted to A good use of your doing. time. <laughs> yeah, so that was what I did at work. But at home, I, I did my, my classic thing and started a new project without finishing the last four. Mm-hmm. So I've got another thing on the go. Yep. I am <clears throat> planning to design and make my own 3D printer, just so I can have more 3D printers, really. Um, and then I can multiply printers even quicker. Um, <laughs> but that's my plan. That I'm currently just sort of working out the design. I need to work out the, the bill of materials of all the things I'll need. That should be fun, anyway. Mm. God knows how I'm going to do the electronics. 3D um, print another 3D printer. That's yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. That's and I, I want to make it better than my other one, so that's the the main challenge. Um, and I that'd also be, that'd be very cool. Which might be pushing the limits a bit. I'd like to make it uh, compatible for different tools. So in theory, move the print head, put a Dremel bit in there, so it could be like a CNC uh, router 
or maybe even put a laser head or a laser module there and have some sort of at least laser inscribing so that would be really cool because they're really expensive machines on their own and if i can make one mm. that'll save me a lot of money are you thinking a awesome. uh, one weekend job on a situation <laughs> uh, there harry well <laughs> no no i don't think so but it would be really cool though it would yeah. be really cool i'd um, love save a lot of space laser. as well if you had everything in one Mm-hmm. Yeah, just sort of change the tools out and then do the thing. I think the could... the laser module will be the most useful for me because I do like mm. leatherwork stuff. And if I could mm. um, engrave designs or something on leather, that would be really cool. Um, I don't necessarily know if I'd be able to get enough power to the laser module to be able to cut leather. But if I could, that would be amazing also because that's mm. the longest part of leatherworking awesome. is cutting it out, making sure it's the right size and stuff. So mm-hmm. that would be really cool. That would be really, really cool. But... Um, early stages i've got a massive word document full of links you guys <laughs> you are uh, you wouldn't want to see how many tabs i have open on chrome right now no. <laughs> it's oh, pretty no. disgusting but you're not um, that guy are you <laughs> not normally but i am today um <laughs> yes yeah, so that's basically what i've been doing did that and i also made uh finished the casting a plant pot project i might be making it a video but um, I think we're going to talk about that later in this episode. Um, yeah, but that's that me. good. So you that's did me. you did finish a project then? Well, thing is, the plant pot project was... I've already done a plant pot project. This was just entirely to make a YouTube video out of it. So, like... Mm, okay. I've, I've, like, half <laughs> finished that. <laughs> I've finished the design, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. It, how did, it, how did it turn out? Well, I can okay? show the camera oh. now. <clears throat> show the camera. Any, yeah. Anyone listening on Spotify, oh, there's a YouTube Wait, version. I... Oh, that's very really nice, though. Yeah, oh, glorious. Nice, nice little little plant pot action. Yeah, it's um, it's all right. That's gorgeous. <laughs> well, I'm sure it. some of my mum's cactuses will be, or cacti, should I say, will be in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's me. That's me. That sounds good. Wow. So you, you both Thank showing you. me up. I've done very little uh, last week. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just like I don't have anything properly on the go project wise right now. Uh, last week was just uh, super stressful work. Like there's just projects and projects and projects. Like we have our company going seven days a week for the next. Uh, six weeks or something so it's just is that for a product release quite intense uh for lots lots of different projects going on there's like uh new uh new mezzanine being built like two 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 of them then there's a new i hate mezzanines I oh, have to carry so many things <clears throat> down the stairs they, of mezzanines they last suck. week. <laughs> I don't want to see another mezzanine. But yeah, and there's <laughs> just loads of other projects going on, so it's a bit it's it's a bit stressful, so work's kind of taken it out of me. I haven't really done mm. too much. I've done a little bit on my website. There's still a little bit more that I kinda of wanna wanna do, sort out my homepage still. But yeah, done a little bit of that. And I've just I've oh. been sketching just for fun. Like no no project sketches or anything, just some ideas that are just randomly in my head. I think I've done three in the last week or something. Just, you know, just something to kind of chill me out. Yeah, um, I like those sketches. Uh, yeah. Quite cool um, 
renders, aren't they? Sketch renders. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just kind of trying different different techniques, really. So this is just one where I just go over it with like a black, I think it's called like mono line or something, where it's all just the same line thickness. And then it's, it's kind of more like cartoony more than anything. So it's like I go around the shadows where like it, it will all have like a smooth black shadow and then a smooth white highlight along it and then I just mm. go along with a soft brush over the top of that. I've been doing it on Procreate. Yeah, it's, it's just I'm just trying trying new stuff. That sounds good. Yeah, so I think I can't remember what my first one was, but I thought of just uh, one was a water gun. I was just randomly thinking about summer and a water and a water gun and then I was like, well that 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 kind of looks like the ray gun from Call of Duty Zombies. So I just oh, I just yeah, changed I it. I just changed it. And I was well, I was pretty happy with that. And then I kind of thought, oh, from what if I made that? What if I physically made that? And that'd be pretty damn cool. So cool. I will expect a text and a STL file in an email. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it, it'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, nice. And that that's it, really. Uh, mine's short and sweet. I've not done a lot. It's only, it only short because you rattled through it all. I was going to ask, um, <laughs> what what changes did you make to your website? How have you uh, made it a better experience for viewers? So I've been I've been fiddling around with just because I have so many tabs, like there's so many. So I got projects on there, like the uh, design projects. I got the branding section. I got YouTube thumbnails. I've got uh, the about section and stuff, and I want to kind of merge my about section and my home section to just have a link to everything. So I want like my home section to have a nice basically block where it can link to everything because like right now it kind of links to like three of my sub tabs and I just don't really like how it looks. I just want mm. there to be a way where it looks nice and I mean I have been doing it but I can't show you because it's not published. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah and then having the about section on the front just like scroll down a, a little bit i don't feel like it needs to be its own page no it really doesn't does it um and then i'm thinking about having my cv resume whatever you call it on there like yours harry i've seen yours mm -hmm. is on there so i was thinking about doing a similar yeah. thing oh, i need to finish that um, i think we're in the same sort of spot i've got way too many uh, titles and i want to add so many tabs yeah because i wanted you to have, have a lot like, of tabs on your website don't you <clears throat> i wanted to have like work portfolio stuff like actual like actual client work or, or mm -hmm. portfolio stuff for through work and then i wanted to have my like personal projects to do load of them i didn't really want them like in the same section i couldn't find any way uh apart from just adding another tab to to display them separately and it's really annoying uh so I don't know how I'm going to do it. At the moment, they're just all in one block of these are things I've designed, and it's they have to then like read into it to see if it was a client or a private thing, which I don't mm. like at all. But I'm feeling a little limited by uh, by Squarespace for that, exactly how I want it. But I guess, you know, that's the downside of having a template-based website. There's only certain amount of things you can do. You can't have it fully customised. So, um, I'm sure I'll either change provider or work out a different way to display it all but it's just just too much it's just too yeah i mean just, yeah. i've certainly found some limitations when it comes to well i'm using wix but i mean they do pretty much the same thing right yeah same service different name 
and um, they've got this service where it's like an automated service. And they have like full on custom customability where you can do anything you want from a template. So you still choose an initial template and then you can customize it to your heart's content. And then they have another one, which is an automated thing. So essentially they give you again, like blocks of text or um, galleries you can add in. And then it basically automatically optimizes it for phones and different screens and everything it does kind of codes everything straight away so you don't need to then go in and make the changes yourself to the phone and things like that yeah but so doing Square, that Square has Space just been really that. limiting Square like, there's, Space there's does less that, right? than you can do mm. yeah yeah i think i think that they're all the same like i said it, like yeah if you want a really specific way of showing it which you know the more you have on there the sort of more you might want it a certain way because or it'll end up like mine and I just have like six or seven tabs of different things and you know if someone's going to skim through your website they're never going to click on all the different tabs so I feel like I really need a way to sort of show everything in as few pages as possible but without it being too cluttered on each page Mm, so I feel like having the work on the front on the landing page is probably the best thing to do I yeah, think like that's what I want to try and do straight away like if a client was to or someone was to come on your website they scroll down and instantly the works right in front of them mm-hmm. and they're like okay this guy does this like, okay and then if they're interested then they probably would explore further I just feel like that's the thing that was going to retain someone on the website I think it's, it's I will probably, hard, but... I think I'll probably do it like that eventually uh, the mm. only problem with mine is because I did so many different things. I have like a full leather working section because I wanted yeah. to sell some wallets, photography because I wanted to sell some photography prints, and I wanted to keep them separate for that reason. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why I had them all separate, or like my design yeah. stuff. Because if someone came to my website, in theory, if I ever set it up through for leather work stuff, and they just see all my product design professional portfolio, and then it, you know, it, it might distract them. So that's why I did it like I did. But I Would never... you consider making separate websites for well, each? Do you think? Or that's the the ideal thing. But then I'm paying like mm. fifteen pound a month per website. Yes. Per website, and, yeah. and I'm not going to be making enough money to cover that on my sales. I'm only be selling the odd thing here and there anyway. It's just I wanted to do it as a little thing on the side, and then if I end up making individual websites with built-in shops, that's the higher pay package anyway. Is yeah, then it? Just gets... Can you not? I was gonna say you can get the free template. I don't know if you can. I use, think um, the um, e-commerce stuff on that. The commerce stuff is on a higher tier uh, thing. Oh, okay. I think you have to pay, yeah. So, pay more. yeah, it's a bit of a pain, and I just didn't want to do mm. that because I was like, it needs to all be in one until I start actually selling things. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, it's hard. Web design is hard. Funny that. <laughs> even even with a website that does it for you, yeah, yeah. Imagine hard. coding exactly. a website for yourself. Oh God. Yeah, if you, oh, I mean, man. I would be so magicians think. in the it world. It would kill me. I think these are really good. If you want to make a quick change, you just you you can. I can't imagine it's trying to make a quick pop. change on a coding your own. I mean, just I'm sure people are good and... at it. Would tell. Oh oh oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine me making. No, a quick change. that's what I'm saying. Me. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that's that's us all up to date, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. So we're going yeah. on our topic for this week, uh, which topic is of the week. Oh yeah, yeah, we're still 
Nick and oh, his jingle. pipes whacking out the jingle. <laughs> I'm actually going to quit this podcast if you keep making a jingle. I'm just going to run. Maybe that's what I'll do this week. So we're going <laughs> create a jingle. for... Uh, yeah, that's your, that's your weekly project for next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write a song. So we're going to be talking about YouTube, uh, design and YouTube. Uh, wow, well, just YouTube in general. Designs. Ooh, very interesting. Do you want to start us off, Andy? Is you're the the YouTuber of old? Well, I mean, backlog of videos. Yeah, two I mean, channels. I've been I've been doing making YouTube videos for a hell of a long time, uh, off and on. I used to just make gaming things, but yeah, recently come on come on to the design scene. Um, um, sorry to interject, but how do you want to say like how many subscribers you had back in the day, or is that not relevant for you right now? Uh. Wow, when so I, yeah, I made I made a, a gaming channel with my my friends, uh, like school friends, in like twenty eleven, I think. Oh, it's just like ten years ago. Who? Well, um, so that's not long after YouTube started, though, right? It was like a few years. Uh, was it like two thousand eight or something? It was made in two thousand five, but I'm not sure when it actually became what it was. But uh, yeah, like the 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 top guy then was uh, Ray William Johnson, if you ever knew who he was. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was like he was the main guy, and I think he had a, a million subscribers. Maybe it may I it might not have even it might have been a few hundred thousand. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, when we started, yeah, so I think uh, it was actually kind of crazy to start with. I don't know whether you guys know this anyway, but yeah, the first couple of months, like we got we got a partnership after four months of making videos. I think. That's insane. Um, yeah, compared to what it's like really today. Good. And basically, we had some problems with um, the ad AdSense. So basically, back back in the old back in the old times, there was this thing, this thing called AdSense, where uh, when they well they put adverts on your videos, but if too many people clicked on them, then they would just shut you down. You didn't even have a defense or anything. So basically, our like click rate for some of them was like it was it was broken it it didn't even i don't even know how it it would even happen it was clicked more times and it was viewed kind of thing so it was obviously like broken and busted um so we got we got shut down so we actually never made any money uh which is crazy we even set up a bank account for it and stuff <laughs> Um, but you, our... um you got invited to like uh, vidcon and yeah we went to games oh whatever the whatever ones in london I, I can't. I, I can't. You I can't remember. You yeah, could have oh, had tickets was... for us one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I say, um, yeah. My my friend, my friend Lewis still still goes to them through um through the channel. We still we still get it. Um, do yeah, get so tickets think... to this day. That's yeah. Right. So it was 2013. I think we went. It was whenever the Xbox One and PlayStation Four were coming out. because uh, we got to go and try them out for the first time before they were out. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, That's exciting. Queuing up for like, you know, twenty minutes to play a game of COD and stuff. <laughs> it was, uh, and then yeah, just it was actually just a really a really fun, fun time. Yeah, just getting. So we got press passes, so we got in an hour an hour early. Yeah, we didn't have to pay. Just stroll in, and you see like load of people having interviews and stuff. And we got our own like VIP section. You can go in and like get your coffees and whatever. It's it was it's really cool considering like we, considering we got You're stitched up place. and couldn't even make any money. Um, yeah, it was actually it was actually really fun. Um, but well, 
with with the adverts actually um i recently just disputed the fact that like this doesn't even make sense because basically what i do for a job is look at statistics of things any data and make my point clear even no matter what the data says it doesn't really matter so now me being in my job it was easy to dispute that because i could just say this data doesn't make sense and this is why this this figure doesn't match this this figure doesn't match that and they sent an email back and they said like, we're really sorry uh you're not banned wow. from it anymore uh, wow, that's wow. crazy. Which is crazy. I only you did that earlier. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I didn't have the knowledge or the know-how to do it earlier. I would have just said, no, it's not didn't fair. Um, yeah. So, yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah, lost out on... Uh, millions. Well, I don't know. Millions? No, lost out. Been, like, lost out on, like, a few grand. Yeah. But, yeah. Pretty pretty exciting stuff. So, yeah, and then I, in, the, in the design scene, I started... So, uh, in in the summer because I had three weeks off of work, so I was like, oh, I'm going to redo one of my old projects, and yeah, that was that 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 was really fun. Just uh, getting out some editing videos and recording and just doing stuff like this, really, just you know, just chatting, chatting your way through. And it's, it's was that in the summer? It's, it's, it's fun. Yes, yeah, the summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that was that was my fast. first one, and I think I've done six or seven since since then. Just with some some projects, yeah. Any in the works currently? There's there's ideas that I've got, but there's currently nothing that I've started, which is annoying because that's it's starting something's the hardest. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, I kind of have different. I don't know. When I when I'm making videos, there's like different ways that I do it. It's like sometimes I get like super hype on one idea. And I just completely just tank that idea and just constantly do it. And then halfway through, I'm like, oh, I don't really like that. And then mm. I start something else because I'm like, oh, this idea is going to be the best. And then I go back to the other one. And right now I have nothing that I'm I'm on. There's nothing that I'm excited about. So I'm not, not sure. Because hmm. I have like Would you two... do some videos about like Procreate because you're doing some well, sketches. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that, that, that's one of the ideas is that... So right now I have two different types of videos i have like my projects and then i have uh, like tutorials to like help you know help other people so i could do like a yeah. procreate one of different styles or something because yeah, i yeah. experiment with different styles so so yeah what what what, what kind of videos good. do you guys want to make i know you you want to get up on that hype you certainly do harry yeah. do you want to go first uh... I guess we'll be a bit back and forth anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, we're both yet to start one, but there's been videos yeah. in the planning for too long, I feel. Uh, I, so obviously I'm a lot more interested in, hmm, well, generally photography. Um, but I've always wanted to do sort of more videography or just filmmaking anyway. So I've never made like videos before in my life despite having ca had cameras and taken photos for like over 10 years right um so i want to sort of have some element of that and learn a lot more of that skill of like sort of filming something nicely rather than just having like a locked off shot on a tripod and like you know so i, I and with that i also like making things so the goal would be to make videos of me making stuff um 
I've had a lot of thought about what I want to do. And I was saying before, I did that plant pot, designing a mold, 3D printing mold, casting a plant pot as a video idea, because for me, that's a re relatively easy project. I'd done it before, so it would actually just be a skill in me. How am I going to make a video on this? But I struggled so much because for me, there's so many different ways that I could go about it. Mm. Um, you know, in terms of like <clears throat> making a YouTube channel, so you either have a guy that's sit, sat there in front of a camera, full on talking and then talking through every single step, how to do it. So you could do it like that as like an educational, how are you going to make this project? Um, or you'll have like a sort of the in-between, okay, the, the other spectrum is there's never any talking. It's just some cool music, some cinematic shots, and then someone's making the product. And then people just enjoy seeing it, hearing the noises of someone making it and, and stuff like that. And then there's the in-between, where it's like, um, there's a lot of the like hand view of the people, so it's not really personal at all, but you just like, the guy might be talking to the camera, you just see the guy's hands making stuff and do all those sort of things. Um, and I have no idea what direction I want to go in. And I know it doesn't matter, you can always change, but I sort of feel like I want to try and get okay at one style. Mm -hmm. And I just yeah, don't sure. want to start to start. I'm actually leading on the fence of the middle one. So like voiceover, potentially explaining some bits, but generally just like videos of my hands making stuff. I mm. think that's probably what I'm going to do. A lot yeah. of the shots I did of making this plant pot are like that. Um, so, who knows? It's really interesting you say that, because um, I followed this Blizzard artist on YouTube, mm -hmm. and he recently did this YouTube video where he talks about how the channel's changing, and then he talked about the, like, the analytics and what's working and what's not working. Right. And he said any video where his face is in it drops massive, like massively. So he's now just going to stop showing himself and just start <laughs> recording it like that, just because he gets yeah. more viewership. I so think that is partially behind people are a lot more comfortable being uh, talking and stuff when the camera is not on them. Yeah. So I feel like, especially mm, myself, yeah. if I'm just talking on this podcast, it doesn't really matter. Cause, I mean, there is a video, but like I, we can just talk and it's relatively flowing and it's fine. Yeah. If I'm sat just me looking down the barrel of a camera, yeah, it's. I, get the sweats I, going, I turn you? very strange very quick so I'll say things I. I would never say <laughs> so I think at least to start with I'm not going to do that because it, I'm just going to be so awkward and that is exactly what you don't want you don't want to click on a video and someone just being really awkward in front of a camera it's, it's hard to watch so I think I'm not going to have my face in I think it's just going to be me making stuff but I think based on the projects that I'm going to want to do um, I'm going to need to have some sort of voiceover. I can't just do fully cinematic stuff because, yeah. for example, there's potential for like this 3D printer project. I may as well try and film it, right? If I'm doing mm -hmm. it. Yeah, 100%. I yeah. can't just, no no speaking, make a 3D printer. It's a very complicated thing. I may as well explain bits and pieces or at least talk through what I'm doing. So that's sort of where I'm at. Um and I think that is based on uh, there's a few YouTube channels that I follow uh, that I really enjoy in the the maker space. Um, the the main one, which I think I would probably do something similar, is this guy that blew up massively uh, this year. Mm. Uh, make stuff here, 
and he's just this absolutely insane he's very very talented engineer and he just makes the craziest things like he made a, a baseball bat that um has some 50 caliber bullets inside that like rocket well, bullet propel a baseball when he hits it in the right spot he made wow golf clubs that like the head adjusts to the right angle to make him hit it further so he does all these sort of things <laughs> That's pretty very, cool. very, very good videos. Like he's actually insane. He like fully machines all the parts of the projects, does all the programming and coding for everything. It is mad his projects. But obviously, I wouldn't be to that level. I'm not that good. But I'd quite like to just be able to have a channel where I could make stuff. It sort of be whatever I want to make. The sort of idea is I kind of just want to like make anything. So if I just like, I'm gonna make a 3D printer. Um, from scratch, I kind of want to just like make a drone from scratch. That's a project I'd really like to do, and things like that, and just be, like my learning process behind all of those. Potentially, that's where I'm at, at the moment. It'll probably change by next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I know. No, I think you should. This is a lot of planning. I haven't even made one video yet. So, Hard. but yeah, we're we're gonna we'll see because I'm gonna be doing these projects yeah. anyway. This is my mindset behind it. I'm gonna make the projects anyway because I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. maybe the added aspect of that is I can make videos, have fun making the videos as well. Just a double yeah, whammy why not? fun. Why not document it as well? You can look back yeah. on yeah. it in, it, a, in yeah, a few exactly. It'd months be really time. nice to look back and be like, oh, I was... Why did I do it that way? I was terrible. Um, so much better now. Whatever. Exactly. That, that'd be really cool. I think when you're starting a project or when, you, when you're trying to get into YouTube, if you are uncomfortable on camera, you're then going to put it off and then mm-hmm. you're not going to do it, aren't you? So I think uh, going down your route is probably the best idea just so you I, are comfortable. I think so. In terms of just yeah. like being able to output videos, I think it's definitely the best. Um, yeah. For example, I did an introduction of me sitting in front of the camera like this. Um, I've filmed it like four times. So instead of me just filming it once, putting it out there, I've sat down four different days and tried <laughs> to film it and change it. And I'm just like, oh, I just can't be bothered. I just... I'm not doing it. I don't care. It's too stressful. So, uh, it's just terrible. It just doesn't work. So I'm going to... Um, you, you never know. Like It might evolve to then me being in front of the camera when I'm more used to it. But yeah, yeah. The, the the main thing right now is to see if I will enjoy making videos. And if I'm sat here in front of the camera, it's just more stressful than enjoyable. So mm, I'm definitely. not going to do that to start with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in kind of the same boat. Or I have like I've got loads of ideas of things that I want to do, but I I'm I'm dead set on being on camera. I've kind yeah, of yeah. Ch- I've decided like I'm I've got that's, like a specific style that I want. That's more for like the sort of videos you're making, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to be a very different even just topic of videos to mine. Mine yeah. are going to be so stupid. Hopefully, mainly for entertainment. <laughs> There's going to be some level. Of learning. I want to see that tea maker as well at some point in the future. <laughs> so, yeah, you, don't, uh, yeah, you, don't, you don't need to be educational at all. No, exactly. I just want to just no. make fun projects, right? Whereas mm. Nick wants to do, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you want to do almost purely educational design content. Um, yeah, I think I'm not limiting myself to it, but yeah. I think a lot of the stuff. It's not going to be tutorials of sense. It's going to just be my like experiences and how yeah. It's work like theory, 
my experiences, things that I've done. I'm not going to recommend certain things because I don't have all the answers. You know, I'm still pretty fresh within this industry. So Mm -hmm. I can only talk about the things that I've done and what I think, what has worked for me as opposed to maybe other videos and tips I've read. But there's this like, I've kind of found a couple YouTubers that I like their style and I'm just going to flat out copy them in yeah. terms of like <laughs> how it. they present themselves and things like that not not the content no 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 yeah not the content we know what get, you meant get the script <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. yeah just like so not, what not did he content, say there but like the, the overall style i kind of like the yeah. way yeah, they yeah. present it i get what you mean and, i think that's um, the way you you have to start really yeah do you know what I mean that that's the way you do it and then you'll do it slightly differently then you'll see oh mm. this is actually more natural for me and then it will evolve yeah. naturally won't it because I got this really interesting idea that I want to... This guy that I followed, he's called Dan Petty. And he did a whole series on, like, freelancing. He he was um, a graphic designer, I believe. And he's, he's pretty good on YouTube. He's not posted for a while. But he did this thing called, like, um, the week, like, design show. Where he talked about jobs happening in the, in the scene every week. New products and what companies are doing. What the CEO of Twitter tweeted out. You know, things like that. And it kind of just broke down what's happened in the week in terms of the design world. And I quite liked the, that idea of like looking through a lot of the design blogs that are out there and perhaps talking about some of the new products that are being released, um, my opinions on them, and maybe like, you know, kind of down that route. I'm not entirely sure just yet, mm-hmm. but I quite like the idea of doing like a news show almost of like, the work that's going to like, be coming like out like new design products that might help people or yeah any, yeah anything like that and it, oh, it's gonna mainly just be all the resources are going to exist online anyway so it's just going to be me kind of talking about mm. what i think or what they've said or what they've done and things like that so that's kind of like an idea i want to go down of like a weekly episode talking about what's new in design i think that'd be quite interesting also, just because i, I think, really love oh, his youtube videos of that it's i really think that'd be like relative obviously you need to do your research find your content yeah. in that but um sort of quite easy to to churn yeah, out like, actually make videos and but his and editing was on point though like it, the way be, he edited the video was brilliant yeah with yeah with something that's so simple mm-hmm. it, you need to have super clean editing and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that wouldn't you yeah and he's also quite a funny guy so that i guess that Ah, oh, you're screwed. I, I'm a bit of a boring <laughs> personality, so I guess um, no, we're going to have to nah, see. My, maybe, maybe my style will just be extremely grumpy. I don't know. I don't know yet. <laughs> you can get a final cut on <laughs> your map see. as well, so you'll be yeah. good for the editing. Yeah, true, true. I don't know, that costs a lot of money, though, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know. I think it costs a fair bit. But, nah, uh, join the yeah. Da Vinci Resolve Club. Yeah, I, I was thinking of just downloading that. It is Mac compatible, so that's a, that's a bonus. But um, yeah, I'm kind of stuck of like, I wanted, I will do some educational stuff because I think people do love tutorials. Tutorials are popular. People like, in terms of like viewership, I think tutorials are very popular. But maybe down the road, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do yet with that. But I'm not sure. And I think it's just going to be general like industrial design stuff, right? Try and get involved in that community kind of like we're doing here you know we've got the podcast going yeah i say set 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 a day we're doing yeah yeah so i think it's like overall the whole 
des- like design scene is pretty small and very niche. Yeah, and... it's 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 a real strange one because other design like like the graphic design uh, scene is huge. Mm. There's so people with you know loads of subscribers and they get hundreds of thousands of well millions of views on their stuff. Millions and millions. Yeah, of them you know redesigning popular logos or try changing somebody's branding or colors or whatever. And yeah, you don't you don't really see that uh, for our sort of design. Mm. You know, changing it's so strange products. Or... There's a lot of potential for it as well. For sure. Because a lot of the topics are, they're the same, you know, we're still designing something. They're designing something digitally, we're designing something physically, but it's a mix of we are still doing digital work at the same time. I think, And it's just a surprising thing that there isn't someone that's really big in industrial design. You think there are big YouTubers, but but not on that level. The viewership should be there because... For the graphic design side, you get people that are interested in graphic design watching it, oh, like obviously, and you get somebody just looking at like, oh, they're changing the Coke logo. Oh, I drink Coke. Yeah. You know, a sort of thing. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if you were to redesign a Coke bottle, you'd still get those people that like a bit of Coke. You know, having a yep. having a look as well as the designers. So, but I think there's also a lot more graphic designers. I think that's probably probably I, is. I yeah. think it's a lot easier to get into, to be honest. Mm. Because there's graphic designers, don't need as many resources, I guess, Yeah, all sorts. So anyone who can draw could get into graphics design. I, I mean, I don't know how much of an advantage if you did a graphic design degree you do have. This is me just spitballing, but you know, it's this very similar thing. Whereas, like product designers, a lot more of the, does it work though? Yeah. You can't really get like well, you can have a logo that's terrible, yeah, but but it's more opinion based. You don't risk it? people's lives by designing a logo wrong rather than a product, right? Potentially, yeah, yeah. I guess like if you were design, because we we were talking about this earlier on, talking about maybe like smaller graphics compared to bigger graphics, and the repercussions if you were to design it wrong, like McDonald's, for example. Like yep. you were saying earlier on, Andy, like yeah, all exactly. of the T-shirts that's got to go on, all of the billboards, etc. It's, like, et it's et a really simple, it's a really simple design, yeah. But if like one pixel was off on that McDonald's logo, and it's being printed on hundreds of thousands of hats and signs and bags of mm. chips and stuff, and you're just like, you know, it's a so I guess risky... like that's that's the same, right? In industrial design, like you're still going to have that same problem, but then we also have the problem of it's a physical product. It's got to get manufactured, and it's got to work well. So I guess we have like another dimension to it almost. I it's think like, that's like an extra step. Yeah. Yeah, and like, we yeah, also do cool, have to consider like... the graphics as well, right? So, I mean, like any branding not, that's going to be on it. Obviously, not putting down any graphics design. Uh, but yeah, I feel like in terms of like video content, you can make a logo, and then like it could be in, in theory done. Um, whereas, yeah, a physical thing, it's not actually as exciting when you see a, a Creo model, a SolidWorks model, a 3D model of a product. You know, yeah. yeah, but that's not the end stage. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You don't see the physical physical that's thing. Not, that's not the end of, of that story. Yeah, whereas, like, so much the, yeah, the logos, they slap it on a mock-up of mock-up can, and you're like, yeah. well, that basically looks like a real can, you know? That's more. what it would look like, yeah. 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 That's very so true. maybe that's why yeah. it's a, it's a lot more sort of accessible in in the video format potentially. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't yeah, see I why I... 
product design or industrial design couldn't have that. It no, just... I agree. I agree. Maybe a slightly like, different approach to it. There's certainly some like fantastic YouTubers within oh, industrial yeah. design already, and I just think it's still very small. Like a lot of them are big on Instagram, and then they've gone over to YouTube and kind of taken their Instagram following over. But I don't know. I feel like I could probably name less than ten, like half decent. YouTubers within the industrial design scene mm. right now, you know, I it's there's not many. Whereas I feel like with graphic design, there's some huge people, and I follow like, and I follow quite a few graphic designers because they talk a lot about freelance and business as well. Mm. So I, I just there's a lot of potential in the space, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, we're looking to fill it. <laughs> yeah, we're looking to fill it, and I I do think that go even going into make like making stuff. I feel like that is still it's still relatable as well of like design isn't it you're just designing quirky stuff where i think in, oh, but... i guess i'll be talking more about commercially viable products rather oh, than like fun things I don't know. mine will definitely not be oh you say that I they think... were selling men kind wouldn't they so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely they would. um <laughs> the thing is with the style of thing like if, you, if you're looking at like pretty much any of the maker or whatever you call them, maker YouTubes people. Um, they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they have to be like, it, you have to make the things very well. Uh, so oh, yeah. like, yeah. the quality of things you make makes a big difference. There's people like Michael Reeves who makes, he's very clever. He makes robots. They are trashy as hell, but he's like a genius and a comedian, effectively. It's like his videos are very good because his coding is amazing. But he's made a robot out of like a pizza box. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the actual quality of the robot. It's this dumb idea, but like because he's so funny, he, it makes good entertainment. Um, he might be the exception because most other massive maker YouTubers they all actually make very like high quality products. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we potentially have a journey, primarily because the yeah. only the only way that I can make things currently is 3D printing, which is why I want to make this printer to then potentially have a CNC milling machine. Mm. And if I could then cut metal, I could then make a sheet metal folder with my vice. Look at this. It's all, it's all coming out now. So I'm, I'm just trying, all, to, I'm trying to make a workshop. If this guy wants just a 3D, 3D printer. printer and he'll print the world. <laughs> Look at this. Make anything well, that's... you want. Make something that makes something else that makes something else. That's the goal, mate. Because if I could actually bend sheet metal, really then you, you can you can make anything really. You can make anything sturdy, strong enough. Yeah, so, we'll see. <laughs> oh, no, I'm waste so tangent. much money making these stupid machines. Oh god, <laughs> that would be awesome though. It would um, be. I, I was looking up. Um, like edible food that was 3D printed earlier on. It's oh man, it looks minging. Maybe I'll make I couldn't touch next. any of that stuff that they nah. 3D print. <laughs> oh dear, it's funny. I always see that, and I'm looking because I've been researching a lot of printers and stuff, and people actually put that in like the pros and cons for products is like able to print like food stuff. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> and why is that? Do you, what people why do you actually want do that? Is that a pro? 
I don't think it's a pro at all. Like, yeah. well, I can't be bothered to go shop. I'm just going to print a burger. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat in yeah. six hours. Yes. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, I just think, like, a lot of people nowadays, I feel like you can kind of move away from this almost traditional nine till five job now. Hopefully. Like, a lot of people have transitioned into YouTube. And and obviously not saying YouTube is easy. Like, YouTube is so hard. But you just have I mean, so much more freedom. You'd doing be this working stuff. the same amount of time as if you had a normal job. You'd just be oh yeah, oh for sure doing or fun more, things because you're making videos, right? That, that's the the sort of other side. But yeah, I think it is a lot of work, especially oh, like these big YouTubers, and they're like pumping out like video every two days or something, like high quality videos. It's a, I think it's hard. It's very hard, but arguably it would beat working for someone in an office. <laughs> No matter what hours you're working, right? If you can, you can. If you're comfortable on on something like that, where you're just chilling, do it working for yourself. That's pretty pretty good, right? It's kind yeah, of surprising so. how little subscribers you need to make it your job as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I was actually really surprised. Like, I was because I want a new I want a new PC because mine's terrible. So I was just looking at this guy which which makes makes PCs whatever. And then he had like an office tour. He has like a hundred thousand subs- uh, subscribers, and he's moved offices, and he's got three people working for him, mm. and he's got a hundred thousand subscribers. And I was just like, "Oh yeah, hundred thousand! You you are making bank." And I was just like, "Like," and, and obviously he must have some kind of job where he makes other people like some sort of making computer side hustle. Yeah, Doing exactly. But like for four four people to get paid off of that, and I was like, damn, that's. Mm. And he's like, he's got a, like a big office and a big space with all his lights and cameras set up and stuff. Yeah, just, dream, right? I just didn't think that was possible with that. Mm. I mean, yeah. not that hundred thousand well, isn't a lot. Like that's a lot of people. No, it's a lot. Yeah. You, you say you see people like making YouTube their main thing on like less than twenty k, on like mm. fifteen thousand just for themselves. Obviously, it's sort of not rolling in money but you that's but yeah it's it is the sort of thing as well whereas if you're doing it on 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 the side and you're getting a decent amount the second that you make that switch to doing it full time you but you've probably doubled your money just by putting out yeah. double yeah. the videos you know because the, the other can... thing to think about with with youtube say you've got ten thousand people and then say ah, oh, so we're doing design stuff then we make a model whatever you could then put three files to for people to download for three pounds you got ten thousand people looking at that and a good percent of them might do it or you know you, there's so many more ways through this that you could mm-hmm. you can get stuff so like for example i've been thinking about youtube for years now because if i'm making wallets selling prints or whatever i i have no uh what's the word I've, well i've no people come to my website i've literally nothing right um so just having like a YouTube channel, it opens up so many more opportunities. Just having a following like that, you Definitely. could then do whatever you want. And if even if five percent of people are interested in it and then purchase it, that's money you make from nothing that you wouldn't have without that sort mm-hmm. of following. So that's why you see so many YouTubers making these like online courses because you put it up once, yeah, yeah. the rest of your life that's making you money. <laughs> I think um, what I heard was, as like a YouTuber. You only need one thousand true fans, and like to define a true fan, they said 
a true fan is someone who would buy anything from you. So if you released us, for example, a new pet, like a brush on Photoshop, they're going to buy it. Then if you release that same one on, you know, um, a different drawing app, they're still going to buy it, even if they don't use that drawing app. And if you just have a thousand true fans and you release a pen for a pound, you know, you've got a thousand pounds a month or something, even if you just release one thing, right? One thing a month, these people will buy something like this. No matter what you release, they're going to buy it. Mm, yeah. And that's kind of a true fan. And then that'd be any hard extra, to get a thousand of them though. Like how many? Yeah, it takes a long time. Yeah, it, does, be a lot of... it does take a long time. But say so as soon as you get like a, you'll you'll be surprised at what people will buy for the content creators that they like. I think. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. also you'll yeah. be surprised at what people buy anyway. Like I was on uh, the Reddit. <laughs> no, no, but it's actually really true though. Like I was on the. I've never heard a true. I was thing. on the uh, industrial design Reddit page because I post some stuff on there and you know like and comment on people's stuff. Um, and there was just some guy that was showing his appropriate brushes, and then like the top comment was, "Oh, I've 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 just bought it. How do I install it?" And it had seven upvotes, and I was like, "What? So does that mean that that guy and seven people have just bought this <laughs> random guy's pack just because he put it on Reddit?" You're like, "I don't know was, how it was, to." It was twelve dollars. That's more oh, than the. It's more than the app. The app's ten. <laughs> I like, just downloaded this, this paintbrush. How do I sketch well now? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, uh, like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a bad that. brush. I'm not like slating the brush. It was probably very yeah, useful. Yeah. But like, it's just crazy that people would insta-buy that. People mm-hmm. buy it, yeah. Like, it's, Especially like if they are doing a lot of content and they're like, hey, everybody, I've just done, I've just made this new brush. And then they do like some amazing sketches with this brush. And then people are like, oh, if I get that brush, I can sketch like that. Yeah. Incredible. And then they buy the brush and they realise that they still don't have the drawing abilities. That's but still, that's they the still thing, got the brush. Is if you look at like <laughs> that that person's early stuff, they were just using the, the, the soft airbrush and stuff and they were nailing it with that. Like, <laughs> yeah, the brush it, it does nothing. The brush didn't give them the ability. The brush no. just enhances the ability you've already got. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. I mean, I, I have fallen victim to the same thing, to be fair. I haven't bought brushes, but I've been, like, debating on what software I want to sketch on because I've got more brush options in one or the other. Mm. Not saying, like, I can use both, you know, crazy, crazy There's some idea, really good but... free brushes out there, too. Like, yeah. I've got one on Procreate that's just, like, a marker. That's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm just yeah. here jealous because I'm stuck with pencil and paper. <laughs> yeah, but I I do like I've come across a new website recently, and I've heard a lot of the like industrial designers on Instagram talk about it all the time, and I can never quite catch what they're saying because they say it so quickly. There's a website <laughs> called Les Manouches. I don't know if you've ever heard of Les Manouches. Oh, sorry, and there's loads of sorry, calls, yeah, but... sorry, I was way too quick. <laughs> oh. Les Manouches. <laughs> Solid website, you just set us good up sketching there. tips. I mean, we were never <laughs> going to hear easy. it. It's all <laughs> so good, but um, honestly, like the stuff that he never ever does digital sketching on his website, and it's all like hand done, and he uses markers. I was like, you don't need to, to digital sketch. No, you know? it's no. just a tool. It's just it's easier. Yeah, it's like you don't need to refill the markers. I guess that's the benefit, isn't it? 
saving yourself money just because you don't need to buy the tools constantly in the long run yeah. i think yeah, yeah. honestly yeah. an ipad's probably cheaper than buying loads of markers, markers. Oh my God. unless you're only buying greys even just the greys are expensive but if you're buying like a full set that's the price of an ipad anyway exactly it's, mm. it's crazy and then you got to refill yeah. but those there's something pads. nice about drawing by hand oh it's well. very satisfying you can't mm. you can't beat the feel of uh drawing it's also on terrifying paper. when you've done a really really good pencil sketch you know right, i'm gonna put some markers on this bad boy <laughs> and then you're you're like you're shaking. You end up you're ruining shaking. it because, yeah. You know what's Whereas really sad? On an iPad, you can just do an undo button. Damn it. Yeah, you know what's really it's sad is it, now but... I tap two fingers on my paper because that's how you undo in uh, Procreate. <laughs> or like that you, is you'd sad. go to zoom in, you're like, uh, wait, wait. do you finger on thumb? And you're like, why is Wait, that... I can't zoom in. It's really bad when you do that. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That's not good. I started using Adobe Fresco recently on the surface and it's essentially because windows don't have procreate and procreate is the best app out there adobe made their own version of procreate and it's called adobe fresco it's pretty decent but you've got to pay for because there's the simple things like if you hold down the line but you, you sketch a line you hold it down it goes straight mm -hmm. you know, yeah. th things like that like, things like that these other drawing tools don't have you actually need to get the line tool out or get the ruler out and things like that so it's a good app so far i'm, I'm enjoying it but still no procreate i think procreate is just it's the boy it's, it's it? the procreate. boy yeah uh thank you for everyone for sticking around and watching uh we have been the great british design podcast any closing thoughts thanks for watching nailed it <laughs>